Hey there, folks. This is The Guru here. You are about to listen to a behind-the-scenes podcast, or in-the-field podcast, if you will. We hope you enjoy these podcasts, and if you don't mind, if you love what you're hearing, please give us a five-star review on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, wherever you're listening to this, however you're listening to this. We just want to say thank you for the support, and welcome to Elk Season. Welcome to the Born and Raised Audio Experience, presented by Onyx. Boys, we are in the back woods of Wyoming, and uh, I've got, I, so I'm here with uh, Steve Arino and Troy, our cameraman, and we've all been kind of going through, I'm not going to say some doldrums, but at the same time, it's it's been tough. Very tough. Yeah. It's been tough. It's it's uh, Wyoming, as a lot of people maybe know listening to this, is my favorite state to hunt. I, I love, love Wyoming, yeah. and it doesn't change any. It uh, it's not wavering my my thoughts at all as of now, but um, just because the reason I love Wyoming so much is the people, um, the hunting is awesome. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like the the culture and the people and everything that we run into while we're here is just it's just amazing. But um, as far as hunting goes lately, it's been it's been a little bit on the tougher side. It's been tough. I would say. I, would say. I you know I've never been here this early. Yeah. So it's. And I, uh, it, and I don't know. I mean, it was weird because we got a bull going right out of the gates. I mean, yeah, we did day one, get a bull going. But at the same time, like we talked about it today, we've had numerous bulls. We're on day what? Five now? Six. Six. Five, six yeah. Think, yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> anyway, but I, I just think, I don't know. I, I We've, we've had bulls going. We have. But we have. they're not coming to the call like what we're used to. In previous years correct yeah and so it's it's kind of tough you know we're trying to work in on these bulls and a lot of the times we're working from across canyons and we're trying to get in on them and we're trying to come in from right. that lower elevation right. which in my personal opinion can be tough if yeah, they're not really willing hard. to just come right to the call it's tough to work in below i think the biggest takeaway bulls. from everything that we've done honestly from day one to here is wind yeah. Wind yeah. is everything. Yeah. So, I mean, you come at them from the front, from on the side, quartering in, however you can do it. But every single time, it's everything is debated on the wind. Yeah, for sure. 100%. And um, that's what we've just, you know, I'm not saying we've been blown out a bunch of times as far as, you know, bulls winning us and stuff like that. But it's just like when we get a bull going, the one like your scenario, it was you. We had to. There was the only way we could go was straight at him, and yeah. it was straight up. Yeah, which straight is, up to me is the worst case scenario yeah. for chasing a bull. Yeah, you want to I mean, be on their level. Yeah, you know, for an archery hunter to just climb vertically. Yeah, how many ever feet you got to go? Yeah, and try to make something happen. It it can be very very tough. Super and, tough. And Super you know, tough. I mean, and then if you know, just like last, yeah, was that last night? <clears throat> the if you got thunderstorms coming in, yeah. you've got thermals just turning Moving. and rolling and changing. It's the and wind it's is just going things, every direction. It's, that, and that is like every bugle that we've gotten so far, 
within the last few days. It's just like, we cannot screw this up. So let's really, really yeah. methodically yeah. think this out. And we're we don't want to come hard. in. And I think that's a big note on people listening as far as when you hear a bugle, I mean, your first your first inhibition is to say, okay, yep, we're heading at him. We're going to go kill a bull. Yeah. We're going to go kill a bull. I'm yeah. jacked. Right? And it, it takes, you know, after you've done it a while and made the mistakes that we have, which is a ton of mistakes, <laughs> you kind of go, okay, yep, uh, where is the wind going right off the bat? Where can he see, you know? Yes. And there's a lot of things that just play into it. Yep. And we and we talk a lot about getting on their level. And if there's any that any way that the wind provides, that the cover provides, uh, whatever the scenario, scenario may be, we're going to go try to get on their level. Oh, for sure. Bottom 100%. line. Yeah. But if you can't, you have to deal with what you have. And yep. that's what we've had to do for this, honestly, for this Wyoming series, really. And, you know, you know coming from our stomping grounds, the Oregon coast, yeah. where you don't deal with thermals and change of wind direction yeah. like you do up in the Rocky Mountains. You just, you do not deal with it like you do it's up It's more here. consistent. Back home, way more consistent than Correct. up here. I mean, Correct. you know, when it's a great August, you know, when I've hunted high country mule deer, great early August day, if the shadows are on, thermals are down. Sure. Sun comes up. Thermals are coming up. Yeah. But when you get into September, when things can change, yeah, it's a completely different game. And that's something that, you know, we've tried to learn to adapt to. to we come from, and, and a lot of people I think know this, but we come from, I mean, at the highest, maybe what, 500 feet elevation? Yeah, we're almost sea level. Where I, we hunt. Yeah, I live at 25 foot yeah. elevation. 500 feet. Yeah. A thousand so. feet's really high where we're from. <laughs> yeah. It's a totally different game. Yeah. And then you come over here to the little storm, you know, storm fronts coming in, and there's just uh, thermals moving everywhere. And yep. that's where it was last night. It was just, man, we had to get on this bull. And we got on him, and we started to push his buttons, but at the same time, he would not move. No. He, no, he was mad, move. too. He was mad. He was mad. He was, he was very just stuck on, not, He was stuck on that bench or rigid. He was what on What did we say? And, 15 yards, maybe. When yeah. we walked up there, Total. when we walked up there after, after the, you know, after the joke was up, or whatever you want to call it, when we walked up there, there was trees shredded all around. Yeah. yeah. Big trees, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that he rubbed and rubbed and rubbed, but he would not break his comfort zone. And I think that's a lot of what we've been experiencing. So I, I just thought about it this morning in my tent as it was raining. I was looking up and with my pad that had already popped, and I was laying on the solid ground. I heard you at 2 in the morning. I appreciate that. <laughs> Just oh, I was, just, it was wrapped I was thinking, that, I think. well, maybe I... Maybe, Last maybe about 15 I minutes still, or something. No, no. Yeah, I was it, like, someone's pad just popped. Someone's pad popped, <laughs> yeah. and that was, that was me. That was me. But um, anyway, what I was thinking about there as far as, you know, looking at the elk that we've actually called to in the six, five, six days that we've been here, 90% of the bulls have stood within... I would say 20 yards of where we mm -hmm. first started them. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big takeaway. I mean, yeah. that's a huge takeaway yep. if you think about it. And you could beat yourself up. I mean, Dirk, as everybody knows, well, maybe everybody knows. Listen, now Dirk got hurt. Um, Which Dirk, was a, just yeah. a bummer. I mean, that was big just bummer. a sad, sad, terrible, yeah. terrible thing to happen. But he it can a, happen yeah. at any point. He fell in a creek and, and separated his shoulder, and uh, he could not. He couldn't, he couldn't make it on. He went home yesterday morning. But um, at the same time, we have a world champion elk caller. Yeah, that hurts. What? Losing that. 
appreciate you calling me a world champion, <laughs> world champion but it is what it is. It right? is. Yeah. But I'm just saying, <laughs> we had a world, and they would still, I mean, that bull, he would just hang up. And I think uh, a lot of people can say, well, you should have done this and you should have done that. No. I, I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't think there was anything more that we could you know, have done. That first evening was a huge eye opener for me. Yeah. Just, you know, having somebody that can call that good and work that many different vocalizations of an elk. It's the real deal. It was, oh, it was, a, it was unbelievable. Yeah. To it's watch amazing, him. honestly. And I've hunted with Dirk numerous times. And it's amazing. What's weird to me, and it, it, I just bounced this off of a lot of different different angles, but it's amazing to me that we've ever killed a bull. You know what I mean? Yeah, bugle, listen bugle to him. in a bull. Oh, yeah. After listening to him, you're like, holy moly. So many people back home, oh, yeah, bugled in a bull. And it's like, you don't know what calling is yeah. until you hear that. Until you hear people because that. Because there's so many different little just different angles. And stuff. Oh, it's, yeah, but, it's insane. So, so at the same time. What my point is, is you do not have to sound like Dirk Durham no, to call in a bull No, you elk. do not. Even though... You don't. God even though it's pretty, hard, it's amazing. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> it's, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing to hunt with a man. But and, um, it is true that you don't have to... Correct. You know, be that good. But by all means, if you practice enough... Oh, absolutely. You can, you know, you can be that good. But that first evening, that bull, he was... I mean... You know, Troy and I, we, I mean, we were pushing and pushing up that. I mean, that mountain oh, was yeah. there was nothing, vertical. Yeah. Well, what did we start him from? Third of a mile? Oh, at least. I mean, it was a long way. It was a long way. It ways. was a long ways where we started that bull. And, you know, when you're pushing straight up a vertical up a mountain, I mean, I don't know how many vertical feet we gained with your camp on your back. That's not the primo scenario. No. For trying to get a shot on the bull. No. By any means. But... I mean, you know, we we had the same scenario Absolutely. last night, you know. Absolutely. That bull just did not want to break from wherever he was. He moved what, 20 yards? Yeah. No, yeah, that's where like the 15 the 15 yard mark was like the joke. We were was, like, I don't think that bull moved more than 15 yards. Yeah. No. And he it was that extra it, matter, it was that extra matter, it was that extra matter. 5 yards that gave yeah. that gave yeah. Steve a shot. Yeah. And that's like the dance that we we talk about so many times as far as calling and everything and I was back calling. I started off with just a locator bugle which got him going and everything and then you you know you try to key off their emotion so this bull he would bugle just like a normal bugle and then a couple times he chuckled remember yep and it's like okay well maybe he's getting more fired up and he was he was raking on everything yeah, and yeah stuff he was like raking that. a lot of trees and, a lot and that uh, you know after seeing it I, I that's what i want to ask you guys as far as um do you wish you would have just like while he was raking, just freaking ran on him? I looking back, I'm just looking, trying, hindsight's always okay. twenty twenty. Yeah, it's, it's always race against time. Looking back, yeah, sure. Knowing what the thermals would have been on the other side of the draw when we got over there goes, and they were coming down, goes back right. to this boom. Wind. Yeah, you know Troy and I could have busted in there. Sure. Yeah, you could have came. Yeah. You would have saw us go. You would have came. I think it could have been a completely different scenario, but when you see those thermals where you're at just spinning and yeah, rolling consistently, yeah. it makes it tough to make that decision. What's it doing on the other side of the sure, draw? Sure. You just don't know. No, and that and that's that's the crazy thing is you can key off of bulls, you can try to mimic them, you can try to do a lot of different things, but it all comes back to what we started with on the first of this podcast is just you have to have the wind. If you don't have the wind, yeah, everything is for naught. 
Yeah. And because I mean, educate that bull just a little bit more. You know, I mean, last night I was I was frustrated because it's like if these thermals could just hold. Yeah. Yeah. Coming down, that would have changed everything. Yeah. We could have busted in. We could have got right in on. And, and when you saw us go, yeah. we you would have came. Oh yeah. And we would have pushed right in on that bull, and that could have changed everything. But when you start seeing him swirling, you stop. You yeah. think, okay, I don't want to bust him. Yeah. Which there was multiple times I thought any second he's going to blow out. He's got to smell us. I can't. And, I and then he'd crack off again. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I couldn't count how many times Steve turned around and looked at me and was like, I don't know how he doesn't smell us. I yeah. don't know how he doesn't smell us. Because the wind was just swirling. It was like straight on, straight back, right, right, yeah, left, blah, blah, blah. Every direction. And but. we just kept sitting there and it was like the, the race against time. Because we we're yeah. like, okay. If we're just patient, you know, at, yeah, you're just as nervous behind the camera as you are oh, behind the yeah. string. And both oh, of us are looking at each other like, D- do we move forward? Do we sit back? What do we do? And no matter how much experience you have, little or not, it's like, no, we need to be patient. We need to be patient. We need to be patient. At some point, it's going to get consistent. It's just going to pull down the straw. It's just going to pull down yeah. the straw and just pull down the straw. And then, the, and then the sun starts going down and you're just sitting there and you're turning the camera on right. and off. And we right. have over an hour worth of standoff footage and you're, Oh no! Like, okay, I guess we're just gonna move in on this. Yeah. Now we're just gonna move in on this bull because it's like it's gonna get dark and we didn't yeah. do anything or right. you try. Hundred percent. And that's what's so awesome about elk hunting, I think, is because there's no scenario alike, right? No. It's just everything is different. And sometimes, like we were talking today, it's just like in previous hunts that we've had in certain places, it's like you let out a bugle and they just come running. Yeah. And you're just like, oh wow, that's easy. But it hasn't been the case so far in Wyoming for us. It's no, been not this year. Real standoffish. It's super early in the game. They're they're bugling, but we have never ever heard a bugle, and then bugled back to. We've always inspired the bugle. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Hundred percent. Oh yeah. 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 So, and you know, we're we're hunting country that we're not used to. We're used to back home where there's a lot of road systems. Yeah. Whether it's gated where you're biking in or whatever, you're covering a ton of miles. We're covering covering everything on foot. Correct. So we're gaining tons of elevation. I mean, this is not, you know, it's something that I really got to push. Is that this is not for the, you know, the faint of heart. It, yeah. This is what we're doing is, you know, we're covering tons of miles and we're covering a lot of elevation gain yeah. to get back in there to try to find bulls that are wanting to work. And yeah. so it's. But we're not succeeding. No, uh, we're, we're yeah, getting our butts kicked. We're getting our back. butts kicked. But yeah. at the same time, I think it's good to be humble. And I think you know yeah. what, it, it it could be totally different next week or next year yeah. or wh- whatever you want to yep. say. So, but the next thing I wanted to touch on a little bit is Troy. Troy is here. He is our cameraman for this year. He's actually one of our marketing directors in Born. Yeah, Race, I am not a cameraman. He is. You are a cameraman. I, I am. I am now. Is. I would say because you're pretty much. You're pretty much one. I am he's, now. Yeah. Yeah. He's telling me where I need to be. Yeah. He's a cameraman. He's a cameraman. He's, yeah. He's, doing good. he's a cameraman. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't tell no, you. Yeah. No. You, you yell at Steve a couple times. No. Well, he told he told me too. He's like, hey man, you're the boss. Like you tell me like as long as I have a good shooting lane and I you know let me know where I want to be because <laughs> the first couple of days is definitely trying to get used to everyone's hunting styles and what you're going to sure. do. And, and and my number one goal, like you say, you're like get elk on footage, number yes. one goal. Number and you're one. like, well, if I'm standing behind somebody and there's branches in my way and there's this and that, what do you do? And uh, I think it was perfect. A couple of nights ago, you guys looked at me and we were talking about it and you're like, dude, just tell me where to stand. As long as I have a good shooting lane, I'll be okay with that. Yeah. Dirk was like, I may or may not. 
<laughs> Steve's like, I'm going to try really hard. <laughs> and it was, it's like, perfect. That's all I can expect. They're like, just yeah. tell me where I need to be and I'll try to be that. And that's the goal. So but that's it, a, go it, ahead, was, Steve. It, it was good because it was like when we were up there, like last night, you know, or even that first evening, it was like, Hey, you know, two feet over here, two feet here. Okay. So we would adjust, you know, as long as I had a shooting lane and you, I mean, you would ask me, you know, are you good? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to be right here. I mean, it was, it was right. just like perfect. Just it's like you're the train conductor and you have a caboose, but the, the conductor's on the caboose, like behind you, like, no, you need to bump yeah, forward a little bit. No, Cause I'm like, no, I'm looking no. around. I'm like, you have plenty of cover. You need to bump forward so I can get, it, yeah. get an angle on it. No. That that's was, very, very, that very, good. that's very, very new and very, very weird for me. So, yeah. um, but we're getting used to it. Yeah. No, Steve I, and I, I got sure. good chemistry. It's been working really well. So good. Good. And <laughs> what, what's the cool thing is Troy's staying with us through the whole the whole project, the whole elk season project this year. And it's just like, it's, I'm not saying it's going to teach you a lot like, oh, wow, we're this, you know, professors or anything like that by no means. But I think we'll be able to like come together and uh, groove together a lot more. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I think that's sure. the important, that's the important thing. I always say that about like, um, if you want to use like uh, schools and analogy, I always thought I, I learned more like outside of the classroom than the inside of the classroom. And it's almost the same thing here where like getting to know each other yeah, and no, how right. each person ticks right. yeah. is Out like almost field. more important than it is like in, in the moment job, because I know what you're going to do. Yeah, the yes. more I get to know you and the more time yes. I spend with you. For sure. hundred percent. So it's been great. No, it's been fun. The elk are just being stubborn. The uh, weather's been stubborn, man. Oh yeah. Today it poured. Yeah. Dumped. We're just not, I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's been just hot. one of those things. It's just like you can you can chalk a lot of things up to it, right? You can you can say, oh, it's been super hot. It's been uh, rainy. Now we're getting into the rain. yeah. some rain and stuff like that. And but if if we want to look back at it, and I was thinking about this today, is I mean we've had a lot of chances at a lot of bulls and came within that that milli, that millisecond of making that decision, right? Yeah, yep. yeah. And I couldn't stress. Any, to anybody it's just like bow hunting is a game of inches would you agree oh 100 percent, yeah yeah and it, and it may be it may be the inches of the weather pattern that's coming in it may be the inches of the wind that oh man if he just comes just a little bit more he's gonna win me i need to shoot him right here it may be a lot of different things it may be the inches of man that limb is in the way i need to maybe duck down or not take the shot at all it, it's a game of inches the whole the whole play is a game of inches and we've called bulls we've we've Oh we've, yeah, we've called bulls. Yeah. We've we've we, done good. Yeah, we've been on bulls goes. every day. We've heard bulls every day. Yeah, and we've worked our butts off. Yep. And yeah. it's just at the end of the day, sometimes you know it comes in your in your favor, and then sometimes it doesn't. Yep. And well, and especially when you're you're hunting elk that you're depending a bunch on vocalization. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're hunting areas where it's not like. We're not seeing them. I mean, we're hunting off of vocalization. That's a lot yeah. of what we're doing. Sound you know, location. It, yeah, sound. It's I mean, like, yeah. I mean, we're sound checking basin after basin to try to get a bull fired up because we're not hunting by seeing. I mean, that's just not no. what we're doing in this country. Yeah, and that's a that's a totally different. That, that could be a five-hour podcast, honestly, yeah. as far as. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I ran into an, a guy from Nebraska. Yep. Yeah. Nebraska. Uh, from Hornaday, actually. Yeah, Hornady Bullets. Yeah, great. Uh, Micah? Micah, yeah. Yeah, Micah. And um, anyway, great, great guy. And he was coming in, and he was by himself, 
All alone, man. Impressive. All alone. Had a giant pack on his Lots back. Lots of respect for that. Yeah. Super respect. Yeah, I mean, ton of respect it was for pretty that. amazing. And, and I will say, when we go out of state, we get to meet some really, really neat people. And um, guys that are just hitting it as hard as you can hit it. Yeah. I mean, these He's guys out there are, wet right now. Oh. Yeah. yeah. He, he, I mean, he powered through that rainstorm today. I mean, he's in there somewhere Impressive. in the backcountry. Impressive. Yeah. And when I met him, actually, when he, when he, when we talked right before he hiked in, actually, just uh, yesterday. Yep. He said, you know, he goes, I, yeah, I don't like to, I don't know how to bugle much. I don't know how to call much, he said. But he said, one thing that stuck out to me, what he said, he goes, he was in here. He came out for one day. So he was in here opening weekend and he stayed in here and he hiked in and stayed in for two days and then came out and he said in those two days, he saw a whole herd bedded down, which is honestly something that we never get to see. No, never. No. No, so we've never it, seen it here. Spot and stock mentality. Correct. Yeah, yeah, it's a total different mentality. And it's that one of those things where we are just, I mean, I think our, the best thing to describe it is fast and loud. We move mm-hmm. and we yeah. we blow up the calls. We cover ground we are and looking, blow calls like crazy. We are looking for that bull. Yeah. And he went into this one drainage and he, he like picked it apart, found the elk, and, and he said he bedded them down, he said, and he got into 60 yards of the bull. And he was going to shoot a cow, a bull, whatever, which I, oh, that is so awesome. Yeah, he's never hunted elk in his life. This is his first no, time ever. That is so awesome. So that's that awesome he if he would trying yeah. to, you know, trying to learn, you know, the elk and everything. And, and anyway, and he said, you know, I was going to shoot anything. But he said the bull was out there at 60 yards, but there was cows before him, but they were all bedded. And he said when the wind changed, like we've been dealing with. Yeah. He said the, <laughs> the cows all stood up. He drew back. And he said. The bull was standing with a cow right in front of it. And he said that was the only two shots he had. And he said, I couldn't shoot the cow because I was afraid it was going to go through and wound the bull. <laughs> and I couldn't shoot the bull because the cow was in the way. And the, the whole herd ran off. Uh. <laughs> so, I mean, but it was just like, man, it was so awesome to talk to him and just like be like, man, that, uh, yeah. you were so close. But he went back into town, he said, and got some stuff and everything and came back out. And he was coming back in solo, solo for two to three days. And... To anybody out there, and, and maybe to us in this group, it's just like, oh, yeah, we go in, you know, for, you know, two to five to seven days, whatever, you know, that we pack for. But at the same time, that's a big hurdle. That's it a is. huge hurdle. It's, it's you know, I spent, I went to the Rubies in Nevada that one year all by myself in the What's back country. What's that like, Steve? It's. Just tell the truth. It is, it's tough. You're all by yourself. It sucks. It it yeah, it's brutal. <laughs> it it it, it, it doesn't honest. suck because you're hunting, but no, at the same I time, understand. it does suck because you're all alone. There's nobody there. You get back at camp at night, dude, and you just lay in your tent, and that's there's nobody to talk to. It needs to be another podcast. Oh, it is solo total, hunting. Yeah. It is a total. Other, it's total other because you, podcast, you like it, and Dirk likes it. I mean, Dirk was I, telling I, me a little I, bit I about it, and it. I'm like, I don't think I'd like it. I would do it again so in a heartbeat because it, it I enjoyed it, but at the same time, it's like it's a different, it's a different, comple- completely be, different yeah, realm. It's a total yeah. different hunt. Yeah, completely different hunt. And for yeah. him to be back there by himself, I have the utmost respect for that guy. Oh, yeah. to be back there doing what Hands he's down. doing. And that's not deer; that's elk. Oh, that's elk. So you put an elk on the ground by yourself, by yourself, three miles, have a good, yeah, however, good strategy. However many miles. Yeah, it doesn't even, even matter. It's two. It doesn't even matter. One. 
Yeah. You know, you're, that's a feat. You're getting that bull out of there. That's and, and, and coming from a guy from Nebraska that has not seen a lot of elk, I'm sure. He's but a at deer the, hunter. At the same time, he gets an elk on the ground. That's a huge feat. That's a huge feat. That's pretty yeah. awesome. A lot of respect for that guy. Oh, Tons man. of respect. It's, Micah, yeah, if you're listening to this, you, yeah. you have all the respect in the world. Yeah. So, anyway, I just wanted to kind of update where we're at in the hunt and the frustrations that we have have had and the successes that we've had you know i mean we've been closed a number of times yeah and it's just you know it's it's just an elk you know turning off the inhibitions and coming in and i don't know if it's because we're here early i have no idea you know it is one of those things you can make excuses up the wazoo it doesn't you know but at the end of the day you're not you're not killing elk yep no i mean there's guys that they kill bulls early those guys that kill bulls middle right. and late season. I mean, I think maybe just for us this year, it's just, you know, we're here a little bit earlier and it's, yeah, you know, we're, str- you know, we're struggling. We're, I mean, we're getting on bulls, but it's just not what we're used to. Yeah. Yeah. And, but you know, we're going to keep at it. We got four days left and, and we're going to grind hard on the next podcast. Cause you guys are going to hear some hoorahs. <laughs> oh All yeah. Right? Closing statements. Uh, geez. I think everyone hit the, what's the nail on the head. I think it's a vocal group, fast and loud. It's early season. Guy made a joke at us earlier, or we talked to somebody who was like, "Oh yeah, they're not they're not talking yet." Well, the group has proved that that's incorrect. That you can get them to talk, but I think the mix between the early season and the weather being hot and then thunderstorms rolling in and super inconsistent has made it very hard for us to get on them. And it's not making an excuse, but they're very timid. Uh, we can get elk to talk. Uh, we get in on them. They don't want to move more than 20 yards at a time. Uh, and I think this group, I think the playbook calls for them coming into you, not us going into them. And uh, it makes it kind of hard when the sun's going down. So <laughs> I think we'll figure it out. We're going to, we're definitely getting an elk down in the next couple of days. So tomorrow, especially with the weather, the way it's going to be tomorrow. I think tomorrow's the day. So I guarantee tomorrow's the day. Tomorrow's, tomorrow's gonna the be day. day. Yeah. So anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, born and raised audio experience brought to you by Onyx Hunt, which we are using a ton <laughs> this a week. Ton. Oh gonna, my let's gosh! Just expire, let's just go with it. Uh, yeah. go with oh it. man, <laughs> let's go with it. Yeah, every day. See you later. <laughs>